Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road. We've got a special prayer request today from a friend of the show, uh, who I, I don't know how many of you listen to uh, Justin Stam's uh, Why We Fight, but it's an excellent uh, show. It's a, You know, it's almost like a lecture series when I watch it. He's got a bunch of different ones that all come together. He does a wonderful job illustrating his points. Uh, I watched it mostly on, on the YouTube channel, but it, it's tremendous. Uh, and it's uh, an incredibly intelligent man, really worth listening to. If you haven't listened to him, I would go and check him out. Because uh, he, he's got a lot of takes that go beyond just theology. It's not just apologetics. Uh, it is. It really is looking at mostly the things that I don't want to touch upon on the Daily Decade, namely the political realities and that sort of thing. My goal is to try to help people spiritually. Uh, he's there to... Uh, reinforce uh, things and, and he's become a, a, a favorite of mine really uh, in addition to being a great guy uh, who I speak to on the regular uh, he just had a little bit of a family tragedy a very dear uncle of his passed away uh, in the hospital and uh, it's a little it's unclear uh, exactly what I suppose the, the cause of of death would be um, I, I mean from a clinical standpoint as well as from just a uh, a human standpoint, piecing things together. He was pressured into uh, receiving uh, the needle when he was in there, and uh, the degree to which that contributed to his failing health is is, is debatable. So uh, it was um, he was in the hospital. He wasn't doing well. So it's not a deep shock, but it is nevertheless uh, certainly something that's being felt very heavily by. Uh, Justin and by his family. So I want to pray for them. I want to pray for the repose uh, of the soul of his uncle, uh, who is is a non-Catholic. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll pray for him and for God's mercy upon him, uh, and uh, uh, and for the the healing of of his family. Now, if you have a prayer request, I encourage you to send it in. We also have an extra requiem to pray today on behalf of SB, one of the uh, one of our regular writers in, uh, one of our regular listeners, and uh, he's got a, a list of people that we want to say a requiem for today. And if you have a prayer request of any kind, I encourage you to send it in. But remember, in November in particular, because it is the month of all souls, uh, we are making an effort to say an extra requiem every day for your intentions and that's as many people as you want to mention I, I had originally thought maybe just do an extra requiem for a certain name if you have one loved one that you'd like to remember you can send in one loved one if you have a list of people that you'd like to remember I will name them all and say an extra requiem at the end of our rosary for the repose of their souls and their uh, and the shortening of their time of purgatory uh, so by all means send them in uh, I've got extra requiems lined up uh, now for today. I've got them for tomorrow, uh, and I'm going to continue adding to them as we go through the month. But every day this month, I want an opportunity to say an extra prayer for your dead loved ones. So write in, go on, go, get on Gab. You can send it in the email to requests at protonmail.com. That's Decade, D-E-C-A-D-E, requests in the plural. You can reach out to me on Gab, at The Daily Decade. That's where I am on Telegram as well. On the Fediverse, Mario Goretti, all one word, at 
nobody has the dot biz. Uh, you can also leave comments on all of the posts that we make on the website. Pray the Rosary every day. WordPress.com. We're syndicated on ExodusAmericanus.com, and I'm fairly certain that that's everything. Let me think about that for a second. Email Gab Fediverse website syndication. Yep, that's all five. So. If you have any prayers at all, send them in there, and I especially encourage you to send me lists of your loved ones so that I can pray for them. Um, lists of your deceased loved ones so we can pray for their souls. And uh, and for and, and also pray for you. Um, so now, let's go ahead and we're going to turn our hearts and minds towards God. Get out your rosaries. Uh, and uh, pray for the repose of the soul and God's mercy upon uh, upon Don is his name. All right, today is Wednesday, so we'll pray in Latin. In nomine Patris, et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater Noster, quies in Cheri, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum. Fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cielo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie. Et dimidi nobis debita nostra, sicut et nostra minimus debitoribus nostris. Et ne nos inducas in tentationum, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. 
Ave Maria, Grazia Plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et amor mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et amor mortis nostre. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicurerat Principio et Nunc et Semper et Secula Seculorum. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordiae, Vita Docero et Spes Nostri, Salve. Ad te clamamus, exulis filia evi, ad te suspiramus, gementes et flentes in hac lacrimarum vale. Ea ergo, advocata nostra, ilos tuas misericordes, oculos ad nos converte. Et Jesum, beatum fructum ventris tui, nobis postoc exilium ostende, o clemens, o pia, o dulce virgo Maria. Ora per nobis, sancta de genetrix, ut digni officiamor permissionibus Christi. Oremus. Pour forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, made by his passion, and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. O most blessed Mother, our Mother of Mercy, we humbly beg thy intercession on behalf of the servant of God, Don, that he may, in the midst of whatever difficulties that he had, in his understanding and belief, have been clarified at the moment of death, and that he may find, beyond his death, his worldly death, a place of refreshment, light, and peace, and that he may be rewarded for his faith, such as it was, and forgiven his sins. And that, he, and that he may rest in peace. That his family may be strengthened in the faith and walk after Christ in the true light of the path which he has laid forth and left in the care of his apostles and their successors. And we ask this in the name of the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, who livest and reignest with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Today's extra requiem is for Eli, Mavis, Doshi, Neva, Josephine, and Carl. Requiem eternum, Dona Eis, Domine, et Lux Eis. Perpetua lucent et requiescant in pace. For all of us in the trials that we face on our way to death, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. 
May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Sacratissimum Coriezu, miserere nobis. Sacratissimum Coriezu, miserere nobis. Sacratissimum Coriezu, adveniat regnum tuum. In nomine Pacis, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Forgive me for the pauses there as we're moving through those last prayers. I had, uh, had to call up the list uh, in front of me. I, I have it written down here uh, next to me, and I wanted to figure out a way that I could look at it without being unsafe uh, behind the wheel uh, to try to, uh, to get those names. I have to memorize the names, uh, or else I'm going to find myself in trouble because I can't pull that. Uh, <laughs> I can't hope that I'm going to be on a straightaway every single time. Anyway, uh, like I said, please send those in. I do want to pray for all your deceased relatives. I want all of us to get into the habit of doing that, to focus this month on the souls, on the holy souls, on the, the souls that have gone before us, especially those most in need of our help. So I, I probably should have prayed the Fatima prayer, really, uh, when we talk about prayers for the dead who are outside of the church. There are some who believe and have been very adamant when they tell me that to pray for someone who has died outside the church is an act of presumption. Uh, that seems to me somewhat absurd, because you are not... <laughs> to, to beg God's mercy and... Uh, with every expectation that the answer will be no, but in the remote hope that the answer might be yes, it seems to me about the furthest thing from presumption that you can get. Uh, I, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe there's a firm doctrinal, dogmatic teaching from the church on the subject, but I haven't been able to locate it yet. Uh, neither has it been shown to me. So... I will persist in my insistence that while we must assume that all those that die outside the church are damned, uh, nevertheless, to use every opportunity to confess uh, both the omnipotence and the mercy of God, uh, even with the assumption that justice might be done in a way that we as human beings would not desire it, uh, is an act of humility and an opportunity for us to humble ourselves before our, our God. And so it, it gives us spiritual benefit. Uh, but it, as long as we don't lose sight of the fact that the answer to a prayer for mercy, we cannot presume that the answer will be yes. That's the most important part. We, we, can't, pre, we can't presume or assume that be, merely because we're asking for mercy and God is a God of mercy, that our understanding of merciful and His correct, truthful understanding of merciful coincide. We must conform to him. He is under no obligation to us at all. And so, as long as we maintain the correct attitude, and that's really, the, the sin of presumption resides in pridefulness and the arrogation of definition of truths to us. It's like people that run around having named their guardian angels. Where do you get off thinking you can exercise that kind of authority over a divine being uh, or over a spiritual being? Uh, 
that's uh, that's that's tremendously presumptuous of of us when we attempt to name those things which God alone knows the name of. Uh, it's a it's a very it's a very prideful thing. It's a, a for, it's a forgetting. It's a it's a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's a loss of our of our place. It's a uh, there's there's a word that I'm looking for that describes the mental state of someone who would do that. And unfortunately, I'm having a hard time calling that word to mind. But the very <laughs> what I'm what I'm doing I'm demonstrating what it is. I, I am unable to call to mind the word that describes someone who fails to call to mind or remind or be reminded of their place before the Almighty. That's where presumption chiefly resides, uh, and not necessarily in a, uh, a deep and abiding love of God and a, uh, a begging on behalf of uh, one who, whom one loves. You know, we wouldn't accuse, at least I would hope that we wouldn't accuse, I have heard people do it, but I, I would hope that good Catholics wouldn't accuse St. Therese of presumption when she talks about how she's been spared of sins. Uh, you know, it, it's not a it's not a, a pridefulness that's there. It's a, it's a humility that's difficult for those of us who aren't saints to see. And failing to see these things, failing to see holiness, is in essence the problem that we have today. As this problem we have in general, but it's a problem that we run into in particular. We lose sight of holy things, and we lose sight of the path that we're supposed to be walking down because we get so wrapped up in the world and worldly definitions and worldly concerns. Uh, apparently, there was an election yesterday. It's, it's kind of like the World Series going on. I had to have somebody else tell me about it, and I'm glad for that. God forbid, I'm a little bit proud of it. But it struck me as odd how many people who, throughout the rest of the year, talk about how little elections matter, how many of them have a commentary to offer on, on the election and its outcome. It's, it's amusing. And it's not because they're lying the rest of the year. I don't even really think it's fair to say that they're being hypocritical. It's a very human thing to merely lose sight of certain realities when one falls back into habits. And we have a lot of that. It's part of what defines our life as human beings. We have habits that get formed, and even though we become aware of them sometimes, we're not aware of them most of the time, and it allows us to fall back into them. And changing habits and... Not just changing habits, but conquering the self and preparing the soul is a huge part of what the month of all souls is about. Of course, the primary focus for us is on what comes out is is on the the, the poor souls in purgatory and the souls that have gone before us, the, the saints, and as as well as the the church triumphant and the church suffering, just like we talked about yesterday. Of course, that's the 
the principal focus. But that principal focus has a reason, and it's a, a reason that reflects back on us and what we are supposed to be doing to prepare ourselves for when we are in that position, uh, when we are on the other side, so to speak. The other side of the, of the veil, I don't mean on, on the other team. We get distracted not just for ourselves and for our own sake, but for the sake of those, or the, the poor souls that we're supposed to be focused on as well. I, I, it occurred to me this morning, I thought it was rather ironic that we should have elections in the United States always seem to take place in November, on the, in the month of all souls, because there's nothing as pointless to the souls of, uh, beyond the grave then these <laughs> practically theatrical exercises that take place on so-called election days. And it's funny because on election day, you're thinking about everything except for the elect. I mean, that's, that's the... We, on November 1st, we have All Saints Day, and by November 3rd, we have forgotten what month it is. And we're back focused on uh, human political affairs. And I would hope that as things continue to degrade in the purely secular realm, it becomes clearer and clearer to everyone around us that there is no political solution to the problem that we are the problems that we are facing. We live in a time of deep spiritual crisis, deep religious crisis, and our religion is slipping away from us, and we become forgetful of the reality that we live in because the reality that we live in ultimately is a religious reality now you could shape a different reality to cover that up you could build facades you can blot out the sun with tented windows but the reality outside of your little universe remains the same there's a kind of a coarse but very true saying you don't become a chicken by sticking feathers up your backside and a lot of us are running around with feathers it's a a loss of reality now there's another group of people who are very intelligent who talk about hyper reality and the way in which television and technology shapes our perception of reality that's not what I'm talking about What I'm talking about is that we get too attached to this world, which, because it is fallen, is less real, has less being than the divine and spiritual, which are tied to God and therefore full of being, full of reality. God and his saints are the true reality. And church suffering, the church triumphant, and the church militant must all be directed to this reality, the the true reality, and not be distracted by the various facades of the real, the various falsehoods that circulate as common currency of the world. And politics is one of the chief, especially in times of crisis, politics becomes one of the chief false currencies. It is a counterfeit Politics is a counterfeit for religion, and has been really ever since the Enlightenment. Now you see this. I, I just saw a story today of this cute of this Q cult 
that all showed up in some town in Texas because apparently uh, John Kennedy Jr. was supposed to appear. This man's been dead since, since the 1990s. You had crowds of people show up. And that's not the first time that's happened. That's where the Seventh-day Adventists came from. Same thing. Jesus is going to be here at this time on this day. Be there or be square. Well, they all showed up. And, well, surprise, surprise, our Lord was not among them. And they managed to form a church out of all of that. Goodness knows what's going to happen with this cube thing. And they're not even waiting for Jesus. They've lost the thread on that one. And there's so many people in this country and this world that have lost the thread in that way and been distracted by that which is unreal. And I'm going to say something controversial. People who participate in electoral politics in a time of spiritual crisis and place equal value on their membership in the Democrat or Republican parties or whatever party on equal playing on equal level with their membership in the Holy Church are in essence no less deluded than those people who showed up in that little Texas town waiting for a dead man to come out of a building man who'd been dead for 20 years to appear and save them. Our Lord said, if they did not hear Moses and the prophets, they will not believe, not even if a man riseth from the dead. If you have not heard the gospel, if you have not attached yourself to the Holy Church, if you have not begun before this day to pick up your cross and follow Christ, then there's no Savior coming for you. Your Savior has been, and He's not gone. He will be with us always, even unto the consummation of the earth. But that's the only Savior we're being given. The only help that we really need to give is to the souls around us. And that's the act of charity, to bring people to truth. And that's what we're called to do in November, to care for the souls. The souls of purgatory and the souls around us who yet have the opportunity to repent. This is a month of corporal and spiritual works of mercy. That's what we need to be focused on in this month of of all souls. And so my prayer is a, is a simple one, that we don't be distracted. There's going to be a lot of politics talk. The news is going to be all lit up, all the lights on the big board. And they are nothing but mirages. And so my prayer is that we not be distracted by the mirage of this world, but that we move through it as solid forms move through shadow and mist and continue on our path towards Almighty God 
focused on the only reality that there is, which is his reality. That we might arrive at that destination, which is the desire and will of God and the hope of all mankind. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.